Welcome back. This is the Alchemist Nation podcast. My name is Walter Amarillo and I get to hang out with all sorts of cool people all across the country who are real estate investors and real estate professionals who are looking to help you build your wealth. As you know, my mission is to build 100 millionaires each year. I've got the cup, which means I'm doing it. So Dimitri, welcome to the show. Awesome. Walter, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. So, Dimitri, before the podcast, you and I were talking a little bit about credit, why it's so important to real estate investing. And you said that you do do flips and you've been investing in real estate. Uh, before we dive into credit, how did you get into real estate in the first place? What made you say, sure, I'm going to go get dirty and do these deals? Well, it's, it's a great question. I'll try to be brief. But, you know, my background, I was in corporate world, corporate America. You know, I went to college, got my degree. Uh, what I never was introduced to or was never taught is the business world. And so when I had an opportunity to be introduced to real estate, I've met some incredible and successful individuals. Uh, I fell in love with it. You know, I, I, I fell in love with business, with entrepreneurship, but real estate is really my passion. And so, you know, I've, I've been working in that. I've been uh, uh, growing and, and educating myself in real estate for, for several years now. And, and it's just been amazing. And so it, it was actually the corporate world that pushed you into real estate. Like you, you realized, you know what, I don't want to do this forever. You wanted more money and they weren't giving you the raise. Fair to say. <laughs> yes. The, the later part is definitely true. The thing is, I think the corporate world is, is what kept me in it until I, I had somebody that did something different, opened my eyes to it, you know, to real estate, to investing. And, and, and it, it's just been a pleasure. Excellent. Yeah. And so, Dimitri, before we jump into credit, what was your first deal? What, what did that first deal look like? Oh, I love that one. <laughs> it was actually a duplex. Uh, it was actually a duplex that was converted to single family, and we converted it back to a duplex. And, and it was, uh, it, it, you know, we had some challenges along the way. It took us about six months, I think, uh, but we did get a nice paycheck. And <laughs> so that, that was attractive. Uh, you know, it took us a little while to, to find that deal, and it, it, it was it was a nice duplex. It was you know sort of sort of medium sized renovation, uh, but it came out beautiful. We've got some before and afters, and we actually had had the joy of selling that home to mom and daughter. I mean, you know, the daughter was already uh, an adult, you know, later in life basically. But uh, they both moved in. One lived on one side, the other on the other, and, and they were just thrilled, you know, with what we did and. And they loved the home. Uh, so that, that was a really enjoyable process. That's awesome. And you made a profit. You made a good profit on the first one. That, I sure did. That's what keeps you in the game. <laughs> yeah. that, that profit keeps you playing. I says, all right, we'll do this again. So obviously yeah, you had good credit, right? You had good credit when you bought this. And, uh, but most real estate investors, at least the ones I'm teaching, right? So it could be just be my market. Maybe I'm attracting people with bad credit, but it seems like they come into this game and they, the first thing I hear is look, I don't have any money. I don't have any credit. I don't have any experience. I can help with the experience piece and I can help with raising the money and getting the capital, but credit is a pain in the butt and it's very individual. Like each person has to follow a different journey to get their credit corrected. They've all done different things. What is, what is the first step you take with somebody who, who's looking to get their credit cleaned up? Well, we actually utilize a system and, and there isn't, you know, a lot of different ways. There is a few ways to get your credit established, but 
we've got a system, you know, so it's not a, a you know, everybody's case is, you know, let's find a new way how to fix that. We've got a system. We work with a company that's been doing this for over 17 years now. Uh, and, and we have, you know, an ability to have our own business, sort of like an agency or franchise with them. Uh, but but that's what been, we've been utilizing. It's super simple, and, and we're, we're able to, you know, get anybody's credit on track. So, again, whether they have poor credit or no credit at all, we've got a system and a solution to help those individuals establish I, that. I like that. So I, when people come to me, I usually say, look, because they're like, oh, I can't get credit. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about buying a house next year. My first gut instinct is why are we not just cleaning your credit up now? Like why not just clean up your credit now and buy a house in the next three to six months? Typically, say somebody comes to you and I know it could, they could have this bad score for any reason, any of a myriad of reasons, but say their score is 480 or they're in the 500, 540 mark. What, what typically is the timeline? If somebody does everything you tell them within a week, what is the typical timeline to get back up to like a, a 680 or 700? A great question. I, I if they I did everything, <laughs> which if, they if, probably won't. <laughs> yeah, mo most of the clients that we work with, and, and again from experience, most of the clients that we work with, if, if they do what they're supposed to, they follow the system, they'll be loan ready within three to six months. Most of the clients. Now, can it take longer? Sure. Can it take less than three months? Can it take 45 days? Yeah, we've seen a couple, couple hundred point increase within 45 days. That can happen. The, 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 the thing is, I can't promise how much time it's going to take because everybody's situation is different. But again, we do have several different solutions to help somebody really get their credit up quickly. And, you know, it's funny what you mentioned, because sometimes I talk to brand new real estate investors. They want to get started and they're trying to get these deals. They, they want to find the money. And I tell them, look, I'll, I'll help you find the money. That's not the problem. But it's going to cost you a lot more. It's going to close doors and opportunities if you don't have your credit. And, and it's sad to see sometimes they still won't work on their credit. They're looking for that deal. But right. we can work on their credit while they're looking for a deal. And it'll save them a lot of money. You know? Yeah. And it's just so worth doing it. And the other piece is as real estate investors, sometimes we get lazy with our credit. Like we always pay our bills. We always you know, protect our score in that sense but sometimes we utilize too much, right? We go out and we'll, we'll just utilize our, our credit cards and max them out. And like, we can go and we can jump hundred points, 120 points just by paying off all that debt, you know, one flip and we yeah. pay it all down. Like you can within 30, 45 days, jump way back up to, you know, a 750 or, or an 800 score just by cleaning up your utilization. So there's like, there's some spots that even seasoned investors still need that reminder of, Hey, just go clean it up. And in fact, I just, I just went through a refinance that took 11 months. So I wasn't allowed to touch my credit. I had to keep it high during the entire time. And like, now that that's been handled, I'm going to increase my credit lines on everything, right? Cause I normally I do that, but I, for a whole year, I couldn't touch it. I couldn't, you know, play with the score at all. Yeah. Um, and, and, is... and I'm glad you mentioned that Walter, because see, I, I love credit. You know, a lot of times people have bad debt, but when you have good debt, it's a completely different thing. You know, not having credit, I wouldn't grow my business to the point that, that I did, but because my wife and I, we've been leveraging on our credit, this is the first method or one of the methods for you to obtain the funding that you need for real estate. And so, yeah, we, we've leveraged our credit. And like you said, you know, it'll drop, then you pay it back, it goes back up. 
but but you know either the bank is going to take advantage of your credit and your money or you can take advantage of theirs that's right and build a business <laughs> that's right it, so keeping your credit score allows access to the cheapest money on the planet whereas mm-hmm. if you don't have your credit score you're, you're going with hard money and you're you're paying a lot of interest and there's a place for hard money. I've used it many a time and it, there's a place for it. But when you're holding assets for the long term, you really want the most affordable cash that you can find. And those people tend to be in the form of banks and banks yeah. love good credit scores. So Dimitri, if you could give one tip, one free tip for the for someone who has no idea what their credit score is, has no idea you know, where it's at or what the bank requires, what is the first piece of advice you'd give to a new investor and say, hey, like this is how you get back in the game? Or in the well, game. Honestly, it honestly it it's knowledge, it's education. So the first thing you want to do is obtain your credit report. See what's on it. What is your credit? You know, a lot of times people don't know what their credit score is. What's what's on it? If if you have any negative items, talk to me. I'll help you. If you just don't have any credit, my next question would be: Are you currently renting? Because we can use that, and and we can actually go back up to two years, twenty four months and report that as a positive trade line. So a lot of times we see significant credit score increase just, just by giving somebody credit for what they're paying every month anyways. You know, that's a great way to boost credit. And, and then again, there is other solutions, you know, maybe open a secure credit card, uh, maybe, you know, uh, uh, like we talked about, you know, your utilization, your usage, other tips. But again, it all starts with what's going on with your credit. Find out, you know, do you have negative items? Do you just not have any... Uh, 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 trademark. Do you have a lot of debt? You know. Yeah, and Dimitri, what about a car? Should they pay in cash or should they take out a small loan? Here's again, not saying I'm right or wrong, but my personal opinion. I I've seen people take out a car loan so they can build their credit, and to me, it's like you're paying a high cost to the bank in order to establish credit. Why don't we establish a secure credit card? Why don't we report your rent payment history that you're doing already uh, on a monthly basis? But sure, I mean, if you don't have a lot of money uh, and don't have any credit and you need a car and you can't afford to pay cash, yeah, it's going to, you know, you're going to pay some interest, but it's going to help you build your credit. But again, don't don't go out and buy a Mercedes. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like for me, like I just paid off my car and I'm thinking, should I go take out another loan just to, you know, three, $4,000 loan just against it, just to four years, right? Like a big four-year loan for, you know, 30 bucks a month to keep this thing going. Um, Because I I have, you know, I keep my cars forever. So, you know, it's one of those pieces where I paid it off early because I just didn't want to deal with the interest. But now I'm thinking on the other side, I've lost that monthly payment, you know, a a nice payment that the the banks like. Mm -hmm. But I could go and, and most of my mortgages are owned by an LLC. So it doesn't, that doesn't account as uh, making payments yeah. either. So <laughs> see, everything about the game of credit, and I call it the game of credit, you, you really have to be strategic about it. So again, it's not a really a simple answer. Uh, I talk to a client, I, I do a consultation with them to figure out, you know, not just, hey, you know, how do we fix your credit, but why do you want to fix your credit now? Why are we talking now? What, what, what are you looking to accomplish? You know, so if, if you're looking to buy a house, no, don't get a car loan because it's going to reduce your ability for qualifying for a mortgage. But if you're not doing that, okay, sure, go out and get a loan and then you'll actually build your credit. You know, so it, it all depends on the big picture. What are you looking to accomplish? 
I like that. I like that's that's a really good way to, to look at it. And you're making me realize I've got to go get a house in my name again. So <laughs> I got to go get a house loan again, just so I can have some sort of uh, some debt that the, the world's like, yeah, you're doing great there. Um, and what about credit cards? So everybody, so you actually just talked about a secured credit card line. Uh, so you utilize credit cards to build debt. What advice do you give to people who are scared, terrified of credit cards? The reason people typically are, are scared of them is they don't want to go out and spend the money, right, and get themselves in trouble. Well, that money is not free. You're using the bank's money. And so I think, it, I mean, in general, the reason we have the financial crisis in America that we have, including the student loans, including lack of wills and trusts, is because of lack of education. You know, how many classes did you have on, on personal finances back in high school? Right. I wish they taught us that, but they did it. And so, again, I'm not blaming education. It, 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 you know what, what they teach. We do need to know that. But I wish there was some personal finance classes in, in about credit, about entrepreneurship, about you know, success, about wealth building, retirement. Like we don't get that education. So credit card in itself is not a scary thing. So, again, good debt versus bad debt. Right. So credit card is a good thing. I mean, I, I enjoy the cash back and the rewards that I get, right? You know, I buy materials at Home Depot anyways, might as well get paid back. Uh, but the thing is, people need a little education about how to use credit cards and also some proper tools to be able to not get in trouble. For example, you know, maybe using a budgeting tool. Can you afford to go out and buy something with a credit card? You know, savings goals tool. Can, uh, 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 setting up automatic payments uh, to pay your bills. Um, getting alerts and reminders when your bills are due. You know, all of those tools are included in our program and, and that helps an individual stay out of trouble. They just need help with that. Exactly. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh, so Dimitri, do you teach courses? Do you teach classes or uh, put out information where people could easily find out about you and what you're doing? Me personally, we have, uh, I've, I've done a number of you know, either either presentations, podcasts, first time home buyer seminars. Uh, I've done a bunch of these. Uh, obviously, with the pandemic, so it's been a little bit harder. Uh, but what our company does, and my other team members, we have live presentations every single evening. Every single evening, we've got Zoom presentations to teach people about credit, about personal finances, about our program, how we can help them, how we can help them earn additional income by helping other people. So we have that every single evening. And since the pandemic started, that, that's why we started doing it every day. And so almost a year now, we've been having them live every single evening. So plenty that's, of education. That's powerful. It's a very powerful resource. If somebody wanted to get in touch with you, uh, Dimitri, and want to learn more about how to improve their credit, how to become a better real estate investor and get access to better credit, better deals, what is the easiest uh, way for them to contact you? Well, I, I am a phone person. So if they call me or text me, that would be best. Uh, my phone number is 413-316-5314. So again, 413-316-5314. Uh, but they can also go on my website. They can see all the details and my contact information. And the website is loanreadyscores.com. S-O-P-N, loanreadyscores.com. Awesome, Dimitri. I, I like it. So before I I'll wrap this up, I want to ask the big question I'm known for asking. What are the three pieces of advice that you would give somebody if you were to start over? If you go back to 20-year-old Dimitri, start over from scratch, what three pieces of advice would you give yourself so you can get to where you are faster today? Oh, that, that's a great question. <laughs> um, you, you know, 
as you can tell, I'm, I'm passionate about what, what I do. I'm passionate about helping people. I'm passionate about having a business. Uh, what I wish, and many times I've thought about this, I wish, you know, back when I was at a restaurant washing dishes, I wish somebody told me about the financial services agency business because that is something, that, that's a product that everyone needs. You know, it, it, it's not something I have to convince anybody of. Everyone needs these products. And guess what? Going through high school, going through college, that would have enabled me to do this part-time, do it on my own time. And, 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 and again, there is no shortage of, of customers that need help with that. And, and so, again, anyone can really do this because we provide the training and they can supplement their income. So I wish I was introduced to this company back when I was a teenager, basically. <laughs> the second thing is I, I wish somebody introduced me to, to, to business and entrepreneurship. You know, I, I, by default, we're all taught, you know, hey, just go to college, go to high school, go to college, get a degree, right? You know, but especially now being in real estate, I realize there is a huge shortage of trades people, you know, good trades people. Uh, and, and so, again, you don't really have to go, to go to college, get a degree, get into student loan trouble. You could be successful by doing something with your hands and having your own business. So business, you know. Um, the last thing I would say, and I, I, you know, this really hits close to my heart, especially that we're in January. We just worked on, on you know, goals for 2021. And what I realized and what I've been taught is setting up goals. And I think a lot of people, you know, they don't do that. And if they do set up goals by end of January, it's forgotten. And so I think, you know, in general, to be successful in life, you need to set up goals. Whether you're, a, you're, you're working a corporate job, whether you're in business, if you want to be successful, I wish somebody taught me about goals. I, I wasn't taught that until I was introduced to some of the successful individuals in this industry. But goals are, are important. You know, like they say, right? If you, don't, if you don't write down your goals, if you don't set goals, it's just a dream. So if you want to achieve those dreams, you got to plan. you gotta, you got to make those goals. you got to write them down. I like that. It is one of the keys to, it is, it is probably the key to success. You don't even know how, you don't have to know how to do it. You just have to know that you're doing it, set the goal, know you're going after it and you'll figure out the how, like you'll, your credit score will be improved because you'll just meet Dimitri and say, you know what, I need this done. Uh, so that is, that is the podcast. Dimitri, a phenomenal interview. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. You are an alchemist. And for everybody who's listening, thank you so much for your support. It means so much to us. If you can go and write a review on iTunes, because that allows us to get out to more people and it really does help. iTunes is the main producer of podcast information and they are the main uh, promoter as well. So having a positive review is how they identify people like this. They're gaining value from it. Let's push it out there to more people and help more people. So thank you for a positive review on iTunes. And I appreciate you, Dimitri. If you can, go write a positive review on iTunes. When you have a choice, always work with the best. Cheers to your success, my friend. I'll see you on the next one. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome.